No, I was oh. blowing on my uh, sunglasses. <laughs> Are we going? Yeah. We're recording right now. Welcome to the Smalley Talk Podcast. Welcome to the Smalley Talk Podcast. I love that, dude. In, that intro, dude. So <laughs> professional. Hold on. Let's let's do a new intro. Hello. I'm going to do I'm going to spitball. Okay. Hello. Well, welcome. This is our podcast. <laughs> it's called uh, Smalley Talk Podcast. <laughs> Is that pretty good? I think it's great. Uh, It sounds like I'm ESL, dude. (laughs) Nah, that's uh, it's a podcast that we do. It's about fishing, and it's (laughs) specifically about smallmouth fishing. Yeah, it's November the fifth. We are the boys are doing some. uh, This is this is early early winter program. Er, This is our first. This is us being hopeful that winter program is is. Uh, time that it's time for winter program. I think that it's. I mean, it's November. It just, you know, we had a really cold, brief cold snap, but you know, it was in the 30s last night. So I mean, I think the water temp. It's the water temp is gonna um, play into things here. If it's in the like mid 50s, which is what I think it'll be. I think we'll be in business because the fish will have when it drops, you know, into that like low to mid fifties, they start kind of start going, munching. huh? They start munching. Getting... Yeah. Well, they won't be. So they go towards winter spots, but they don't. They're not like in like concentrated up like you would think. But they're going to be close to the spots. Yeah, we think we got an idea where we're going to find them today. Well, we were catching them last weekend. We had... Just normal uh, spots. <laughs> spots. <laughs> we got so many spots last weekend. Holy crap. Oh, dude. dude we <laughs> found a spot, we baby. We found a spot spot. <laughs> yeah, we did. We uh, we caught... We I guess we didn't really can talk about that, I no, guess. We but <laughs> we went to a new stretch of river last weekend, and it was overrun with disgusting spotted bass, <laughs> which were actually a lot of fun. They were fun to catch. It was, there were some good quality size spotted bass. And, we were catching uh, them on top water. I would say was it was it was at least half and half between smallmouth and spots. Oh, yeah. And, uh, I, probably more, probably more like 60-40. Probably 60-40 in favor of spots. Yeah. But, Caught a well, ton of fish. Buzz baits. Triple-digited um, up, dude. Yeah, we were definitely trip, trip-dig. So, but we didn't get one to touch 18, which was kind of, I got one that was really close. I got one that was probably like between 17 and three quarters and 18. And, um, but yeah, I mean, it's fun. It's great. A great spot. New, new stretch of river ran into some listeners of the pod. Yeah. Um, ran into a guy that was clearly trespassing while bow hunting. Um, (laughs) It's weird, dude, that being out on the river this time of year is really bizarre. Like, today is the second day of Indiana's central region duck season and goose season. So I'm expecting that we're going to run into some duck and goose hunters today. People will definitely be, like, 
deer hunting on the banks, people that are just generally not thrilled that idiots are still out smallmouth fishing. Um, so stay strapped. Yeah. You know? Yeah, I think we'll be all right. I don't know yeah. if I've ever seen duck hunters out here. I have. Yeah, we, I've seen a few. I actually thought about bringing my shotgun yeah, today. but uh, a casty blast. A little casty blasty, but I decided against it. So... Anyways, we're trying the trying. This is winter program early version. I don't think it's going to be. Um, you know, today's one of those days it could go either way. You know, we could have a great day today, um, or now we could get absolutely what is the date slaughtered. What's the date today? The fifth. November yeah. So 5th. I sent you a picture from the sixth. Now that day was cold. If you're. It's cold that. today. It's thirty-five degrees. Yeah, it doesn't feel like it's going to be I've got right. sandals on. It's going to be 60. So. It's going to be 60 today. Um, I think they'll be hitting moving stuff, uh, but like kind of slow moving stuff. But what the reason I reached back into last weekend, which we had a great time. Jeremiah went with us. And, oh, dude. You know, great like, conversation. Time. Great time. If you saw the reel that I put up of Chris, like randomly just like it was some random moment in our Fishing it, trip. I was like, this is. It could have been any is, moment. This. That's what I'm saying. That was such an accurate picture of like what takes place on those trips. We talk about the most bizarre shit that you can possibly think of. I don't want to get too graphic. <laughs> he does a Maori war face, and then and then and then he talks about a documentary he watched where a guy's tongue could touch his chin, and it's like, yeah, that's that's no. the kind of stuff we talk about. It wasn't a documentary. It was. Pit- it was actually wedding pictures from like a friend of mine went to a wedding <laughs> and there was a guy that went to the wedding and had a picture of himself with his like tongue out and his tongue like literally touched the bottom of his chin. Yeah, that's that's about what my tongue's rocking. <laughs> Just a normal average working class tongue. You know okay. What say, dude. This guy yeah, you that's what, what so I showed I the longer the tongue. What it was. Finish it. Longer the tongue, <laughs> the longer the sack. Oh, oh my God. <laughs> this guy's got the longest. This guy's sack hangs to his knees then. <laughs> Anyways, I, I showed it to my wife because we were like, I was sitting on the couch. I was like, check this out. She just like almost threw up in her mouth. I mean, this is like, <laughs> I'm pretty sure I saw some like. Some crumbs. Oh, I saw bro, some crumbs on if there. She, if she throws up. Or was she like, yeah? Was she like, I don't know. secretly admiring? What? I know if I was a woman, I saw a dude with the tongue that long, I'd be like, that's, that's, really? Yeah. I don't know. I think it's. I feel it, like you could do a lot of things with that. Tongue. I I feel like it came across as very lizardy, <laughs> like not in like a. I guess that's what he was maybe going for, like a check this out, <laughs> ladies, and then it was like, whoa, you freak, lock him up, burn him, burn him, dude. Uh, anyways, yeah, we got this is a this is a smallmouth podcast. Yeah, I know. Yeah. Uh, well, what I was getting at though is like at the very end of that trip, we did a float. Uh, it was like about a six mile float, and at the very end of it, we found this spot which I knew we were kind of coming up spot. on the end. Yeah, it was a spot spot, and I was like, hey, why don't we just fish this spot? Pretty like really because I don't know that there's going to be much else that they have ethanol free gas by the way um, but I was like they uh, w- there's not going to be any other like good spots 
between here and the end. So I was like, let's fish this out. Right. And we Sorry. ended up doing the whole, like, it was like more of like a winter hole. At least that's what I identified yes, it as. Uh, I agree. And they were stacked in there. Like, we, we caught we, a ton. We started converting to, I was already kind of bottom fishing on a cake, like, yeah, you guys did a catch little bit. Bottom. Yeah, yeah, but I was—I mean, we were buzz baiting and bottom fishing, and it's so weird, but weird combo. But it was pretty much they like we're hitting that buzz bait really consistently. Dude. You know what's weird is like it—it it wasn't really like a anything you want type day either. That's what's so bizarre about no, it. No, they wouldn't really hit a fluke. Very they weren't well. hitting a fluke well. They weren't hitting. I tried to crank bait for a while. I tried to fluke for a while. I tried to spinner bait. I tried a paddle tail with an, a paddle tail and then a paddle tail with an underspin on it. And really, like, we went through, like, a period of time for, like, an hour and a half where it was like, okay, well, I guess they are just going to be on bottom. And then, because we caught them pretty consistently at the beginning of the day on bottom. And then uh, Josh started hitting them on a buzz bait. So I was like, okay, well, I guess we've got two choices. We can either go buzz bait or bottom. And, which is so bizarre that those are, like, the two... The two yeah, options you had the middle water, middle of the water column. Not at all, but like the, but they were crushing top water and on bottom, dude, they were munching. You know so. what I found uh, funny though the the fish the way they're behaving, the spots were like almost like sipping the buzz bait and they would miss it a lot, um, and the, but the smallmouth yeah. were like crushing. The smallmouth were giving you an actual eat. Yeah, yeah, it was a weird, the, the, weird thing. I thought the spots were more like just dragging, like swiping it, at it, just like dragging it under a yeah. little bit. Yeah, they would grab the back of that trailer and just kind of pull it under. Yeah, yeah, it was a weird. Uh, they were definitely. You could almost tell what they were. Well, not only because the water was pretty clear and you could kind of see like flashes of white when they were spots, but also just by the way they were eating it. So, what are your? Uh, what do you what do you think we're gonna encounter today? I think we're gonna encounter one pasty, semi overweight middle aged man <laughs> that's freezing his little toes off because I freaking wore <laughs> flip flops so, today yeah, like it's a moron. Be nice today and I'm like, yeah, I don't yeah, it'll be nice later. Yeah, and I didn't wear waders either, which I, is like a cardinal rule. I always wear waders when it, when the water temperature gets under sixty. You know, because in a jet boat, you still have to get out quite a bit. Yeah. But hopefully, we won't have to get out today. I thought today I was like, you know what? There's a little bit of there's actually a little bit of water in the system, which is bizarre for us. It's been yeah they they've been pumping some water out this dam. They're, I, they're pumping some water. Kind of hoping that yeah, it's. I, I mean, we haven't got dude the rain. It's Here. like yeah, it's super foggy. Yeah, we're driving through a <laughs> dense freaking. Nimbo cumulus cloud here, and Josh is not doing a great job right now. <laughs> Anyways, I so I think we're we've got some water in the system. Um, you know the the air temperature right now is thirty five degrees. Supposed to be a high of uh, you know fifty five to sixty today. Um, you know, and the water temperature I'm guessing is probably. 50 i'm guessing it's probably yeah, right i would at love 50. it if it's 50 but i think it's going to be higher than that yeah I may, it may be but I, I think there's been it's been pretty cold well, so i'm gonna guess i'm gonna guess between 50 and 52 and in, in the way i because up until now i felt like fall fishing i'm just not that good at it like 
and I don't know if it's just me or whatever, but until they, until you really get cold enough temperatures to where they start pushing close to like the winter spots, like I don't, it's it's probably it my weakest time of year as a fisherman. Like same, I just don't. I have trouble finding them. People talk about it like, oh my god, fall fishing. They put the fall feed bag, fall, but you know. All that kind of stuff. I really, I mean, I've definitely had good days for sure in the fall. Like, um, I always think about that that trip that we did a few years ago on Sugar Creek where we just crushed all day long. Yeah. You know, it was a triple digit but Those day. were in, those were in winter holes though. They had pushed. They had in, pushed into winter holes. They pushed point. into winter holes. And until that happens, like, I just have a hard time finding them because they're like in transition. I think that in certain areas of the country, the, the like the fall feeding window is longer and more defined. And like there is like, it's intentional, I think, Dude, you know, but here we have open water all year. I don't, I really don't feel like there's like a, like a big flip, like a big switch that gets flipped where they're like all of a sudden we're, we're bulking up for winter type thing. I think it's like a slow, gradual thing that happens over the course of like a month. And I just really haven't ever nailed it. I mean, I've we've, we've had, had good, moments. We've had moments, but like it's definitely not like the type of thing like spring, summer, no, winter. I can, I have a really good idea what's going to be happening before we even get out on the water. And of course, it doesn't always work out that way. But you have a good idea. Fall time is definitely like the that last piece of the puzzle we got to put together a little bit. Yeah. You know, I was listening to a podcast yesterday. Um, it's the Serious Angler podcast, and they had Alex Rudd on there. And I found myself like it was. They were specifically talking about river fishing, not smallmouth, but they rivers in general, smallmouth spots, mm. largemouth. Right. And he lives in Tennessee, and the way he was like talking about fall to winter was like completely different than the way I understand it. And I found myself at first being like, man, this dude doesn't know what he's talking about. Like, kind of like, man, this is terrible content. And the more I listened to him, <laughs> I, and not that, because ba- Bailey and uh, Andy that run that podcast are awesome guys. But You were calling misinformation. Yeah, it was kind of like, I don't know. If this fake is. news. And then when I started to listen, yeah, a little bit of fake news. And then I started to listen a little bit more. And I was like, you know, I bet the difference is the way he was talking about it. And he did, ended up bringing this up during the podcast. And it kind of confirmed what I was thinking. Is like, he lives down south. They don't have winters like we have. Right. So he brought And we don't up. have winters like what they have even on the northern half, like the northern part of our state. Exactly. So there's like yeah. this this behavior when you're talking about and he fishes like the Tennessee River a lot, so he's got like, you know, control full of dams and reservoirs and stuff. And what he was saying now, he's not a smallmouth guy per se. Like he did fishes, he he just caught like a six and a half pound spot, by the way. Um, oh wow, gigantic spot. Um, but he fishes a lot of he does fish a lot of rivers, and that's what they were talking about. But it basically his his statement was like they don't go anywhere for the winter; they just hang out where they're at. And I was kind of like, wow, like that's, I mean, here it is so definitive. Like, yeah, 
they move into spots that they are at in the wintertime. And I guess, like, and I've, you know, I've never fished, like, the Tennessee River in the winter. I, I don't know what that's like and how far south you go before it changes or whatever. But I can tell you this. If that is true, what he was saying, it is just completely different than here. It just, right. there's no, there's no correlation because they absolutely move. He said something about they might move, like, 20 yards or something. And I was like, interesting. They move like miles on our river. Like, yeah, they move miles here, but you know we've heard tell of them moving. You know specifically where we're fishing today, they move a lot further. You know, yeah, they move really far oh, to, yeah. to winter up, and we know, and like, you know, the Great North that they move freaking miles and miles and miles to find you know, a lake or a reservoir and, you know, an impoundment or whatever. So yeah, it's very regional. It's very specific, but today we're trying to figure out what they're up to. Um, you know, if they've started to move into those wintering spots or if they're still widely dispersed, I have an inclination that I think that they're going to be top and bottom of Probably the winter. Yeah. Similar to last week. Like, I think they're, they're going to be in that push water. They're not going to be all of them are going to be in the winter holes, but there's going to be a lot of them. Yeah. And they're going to be pretty active. Like, and that's the other thing you'll notice, like, on winter spots is when it, as it gets colder, those fish, like, they just, they really do get super lethargic. Like, you'll catch them with mud on their bellies where they're just, like, piled right. up and they don't move. Well, this time of year, when they're you find them still. in the winter holes, they'll be moving around. Mm-hmm. Like, they'll be cruising around. They'll be, and when you fish that way, you can throw, they'll hit more like spinnerbaits, swimbaits, like that. I broke off that huge one here last year oh, yeah. uh, on that spinnerbait. Which I'm going <laughs> to go back after that bitch. But, oh, that um, fish died. <laughs> probably. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So uh, we'll kind of see, but that's the plan. I think we're going to throw some, you know, probably one of us will throw a moving bait or we'll probably stick to those main areas, but we'll just like, yeah, we'll we'll be moving. We'll be floating down, coming back up the trolling motor, and just kind of probing all of it, fishing a lot of different stuff. No long so, runs today, though, because we wouldn't want to make a long run today and just sort of, you know, get our buddies cold. We're just gonna. I don't want know, to... we'll see. <laughs> I don't see how cold it is. We might we might go down and do that. Yeah, I'm seeing the temperature drop again. It dropped to 34 <laughs> degrees. <laughs> so. You know, oh, I don't shit. know. Oh, shit. <laughs> it was like 40 when we left, so. Man, and the sun the, wasn't up. I thought, man, the sun's going to come out. It's going to be nice. You know the best. Uh, this, this fog was not in the forecast, just for the record. Yeah. Uh, I think it's supposed to subside. I did see fog. It was calling for fog, but it's yeah. supposed to go away at like 9 o'clock. Um, which we had daylight savings time clicked by. Oh, yeah. Daylight savings got so us, it's dude. Really, it's 8 o'clock right now. It was 9 o'clock, so... We were struck by the daylight savings devil. We gained an hour, though, you know? Um, yeah. And we weren't like anybody fishing an hour ago. There's no way we'd have been fishing. I don't like anybody messing with my time. Just leave my time alone. The government. <laughs> the government's got to mess I'm with anti, time. <laughs> I'm anti-daylight savings, dude. Actually, I don't really care. I, it's, it is funny, though, that... It's not really good content at all. I'm just thinking, like, when we were kids, like, we were basically on, like, it was like us and, like, one other state. We're just they, like, they didn't change. Yeah, we're, we're no. We're a firm no on daylight savings. 
yeah, but anyways, all right. Well, we'll uh, well, what's your prediction for the day? Um, optimi- I'm gonna. Be By the up. way, the fact that we had any sort of criticism of the Serious Angler podcast when our podcast started <laughs> off with a borderline ESL or worse intro, <laughs> talked about long tongues, uh, <laughs> and now is just. Went off on, on a rant about daylight savings. That's, I mean, why they, that's why they love us. This is as amateur why, as it that's gets. That's why they love us. Dude. Yeah. All we're, right. So, we're, what's your we're, prediction? We're of the people, dude. We're one of the people. We are. We are um, of the people. I, my prediction, like I said, I'm I'm tend to be pretty optimistic, at, you know, these type of trips. So I'm gonna I'm gonna try to be more realistic here. I'm gonna say we can't deal with your optimism. Let's yeah, hear. Yeah, I know. Uh, I'm gonna say. Uh, Total for the day is 35. I'm going to say two over 18, and one of those is going to be a 20. Whoop, doggy. Um, just to balance things out for you, because I feel like that's still pretty optimistic. I, I feel like that's realistically optimistic, but still optimistic. I'm going to go, um, I'm going to go. Uh, 60 fish day. Okay. I'm going to go bottom is the pattern. And I'm going to go, um, I'm going to go two twenties. And those are the only fish over 18 inches. Two twenties. I like that. Um, yeah, I'm going to say, I'm going to catch both of them. I'm just kidding. (laughs) You need it. What's your, what's your count for the year? Uh, behind you now I'm, I'm running behind you. What do you have? I'm still at 12. So I got 15. So I need 20. Dang, dude. Uh, 15. That's crazy. So uh, those extra trips to Susquehanna. Susquehanna was five. So. <laughs> yeah, that helps. <laughs> yeah, it helped a little bit. Um, yeah, just a little bit. Um, the uh, yeah, I don't think pat- I'm going to make my 20 quota, but right? you might. You got to believe, bro. I mean, I'm I'm setting goals for you to meet. That's, we've we're challenging we've, each we've other. We've had three 20 days on this river many a time. So yeah, um, we'll see. I'm going to say pattern wise, I'm going to go, uh, I'm going to fall back to my, my, uh, bass master days. We're going to go, we're going to go with a, a mag draft, mag slow swim bait, swim bait bite today. I thought your so, prediction initially was suspending jerk bait. I think that is what I have that tied on. I have a mag draft. I have a spinner bait, a Ned rig. Um, what else do I have tied on? Uh, and a fluke, but I probably won't throw the fluke much at all. Oh, and I have those little, um, I have like a little swim bait on a football head, um, that we always have tied on this time of year. And I feel like we never like actually stick with it long enough to catch fish. That could be it. But I'm going to say big swim bait day. Big swim so bait I've day. got a buzz bait tied on right now. I've got a underspin paddle tail tied on i've got a crawl z on a um offset like weedless um jig i've got a fluke but i think i'm gonna retie that um and then i'm gonna have a suspending jerk bait yeah the suspending jerk bait is probably the best if i was but i don't have any i don't have any big swim baits so you know that if that's what they're on i'm gonna be bumming i brought my swim bait box so, uh, yeah, I don't know, dude. We'll see. I mean, 
I mean, that'd be pretty fun if they get on swim baits. I think it'd be pretty fun if they're on anything moving because today may be the last time that we're able to go out and have like a kind of a semi power fishing type bite today. So any type of, any type of power bite I'll be stoked about. I will as well. So we're pulling up to the river. We literally can't see, (laughs) can't see the river. We're on the bridge. So, all right, we'll check back in later. Good. All right. We're uh, driving back home, bud. How, how'd they go? <laughs> <laughs> Josh put it on me today. Was, uh, we ended up, definitely, I don't think we touched the 35 fish. We had a good day, though. I, I think we probably caught 25 to 30, somewhere in there. I think we ended up catching more, about 35, because... We got on them on bottom there at the end. We caught a ton of small fish, like the last tons of drum. Oh my god! Yeah, we were on a nasty drum drum bite. bite. Got two nice walleye in the cooler, Uh, but the big the big headline is uh, four fish over eighteen inches. Let's just say that collectively, four fish over eighteen inches. I don't remember exactly how those broke down, but. Uh, Josh, Josh put it on me today. We, I got one over eighteen. Uh, Josh caught the other three, uh, and all three of the fish that he caught that were over eighteen inches were all caught before the sun came up. Basically, yeah. Yeah, it was pretty foggy this morning. Two twenties. Two twenties out of the back same back spot. Back to back casts. That on, was pretty sick. On a mag draft. Yes, sir. Uh, he's becoming a jerk bait guy. Swim bait guy, you mean? I'm oh, sorry, a swim bait guy. Yeah, and uh, I'll, I'll be a swim bait guy yeah. if they do that, dude. Yeah, it was um, it was fun, man. We had a good we had a good time. The the fish were definitely not exactly where we thought they would be. I feel um, like they were, or maybe I guess a better way to put it was maybe that the river wasn't exactly what we thought it would be like. Dude, brutally low. Yeah, I mean, I think that. There were spots where we were anticipating finding fish because of current, and there would just simply be no current there because the river was much lower than what the gauges were showing us it was yesterday. Yeah, it was it was the lowest I've ever ran that section in a jet, and it was like, it was too low. It was hazardous. Yeah, I mean, we were, we bounced off several rocks, and there was really no avoiding it um for those who run jets would understand but going downstream dude was like i mean you were, felt like you're walking across a vietnamese landmine field i mean <laughs> dude it was like i there were there was stuff everywhere and now when we turned we went really far downstream we probably walk you know 20 miles a day and when we came back upstream, it was much easier. The angle the sun was at, you could really like see where those boulders were at. Yeah, that was definitely way easier. But the downstream direction, both had some. We both had some major pucker factor. Oh yeah, yeah. So, but the spot where Josh ended up catching those two twenties, and then I think you caught an, an, another small fish out of that same spot, right? Yeah, I think so. And then I caught, and then we went back there that night, and we both caught, I think, three or three more fish out of that same spot. But uh, it was like a, it was, it was definitely a known wintering hole. 
but like right at the top of the the wintering hole there's like a little bit of a shallow run right before it empties into a bucket i guess right and the fish had pushed up onto that little shallow run and we're kind of like it's kind of like a it's kind of like an off direction run and then the bucket kind of is off to the side so the current pushes a little bit towards the middle of the river. That was one of the few places there was an actual seam. Yeah, there was an actual seam there. But the river, so the run kind of pushes off towards the center of the river. But on river right, there's like a nice little bucket that's usually a pretty good wintering hole. So right in that little run, there's like a seam that's created right at the top of the wintering hole. And the fish had pushed up into that run and we're kind of sitting in the seam. And Josh put that mag draft up to the... I think the first cast you caught a, a, a small fish uh-huh. and then like literally, I think it might've even been three casts back to back to back. Could have been. Yeah. I can't remember, but basically pandemonium broke loose after the, when the first fish ate, we got a good look at it. Knew it was really big. Kind of that one was more of like a, we both knew that one was 20, I guess. Uh-huh. Uh, Cause it was so big. Netted it. Got some good pictures of it. Literally, I'm walking back to my spot. And he goes, oh, another one. <laughs> and uh, had I another. like how you did your impression of me. It sounded oh, like I said an orgasm. Oh, <laughs> basically did. You basically I came when that thing like surfaced the first time, dude. You just didn't even know it. <laughs> I did I did know it. It was audible. <laughs> um, yeah, dude, it was it was pretty fun. That was that was definitely and then, like, literally the next spot, like, we're floating down. It had to have been just maybe 15 minutes later. Uh, he caught a pretty nice 18, you know, as we're just floating, drifting that. Uh, he was re- slowly retrieving that mag draft and caught another 18. So, and this was even before the sun was up, before the fog was burned off. Yeah, it was super foggy this morning. And it was 56 degree water temps what it got to it started out in like 52 yeah 52 was it was between 52 and 56 degree water temps yeah which uh, is also a little bit warmer than we than i thought it would be uh which kind of contributes to the fact that the fish were definitely tight in the current um it was more like i would say if you they wanted access to a wintering hole probably today, but like they definitely were living in those little spots where there's like a current break. So they had access to both. I yeah. Guess. And the reality of it is there's fish in those winter holes all year round anyways. So we did catch some in the wintering holes, but they a few. the big ones that haven't moved in to those holes, they definitely haven't moved into the point where it's like, they're predictable like they were close but they weren't in them the other part of it is because it's so low dude it's like it's very like a winter hole in as we define it is a place where they winter with the purpose of protecting themselves from flooding and expending as little energy as possible. Well, when it's low, it doesn't matter. Right. Like there are miles of dead water today. Yeah. So like they can, those fish can basically go anywhere and still access that winter hole fairly easily because they don't have to swim very hard upstream that sort of thing. 
So the low water can be really difficult in the wintertime. Now, I will say last year was the first year that you and I figured out that when the water is low and the temperatures have dropped far enough, those fish will, you will find them where you want to find them. Right. Um, they just kind of migrate within the, within the spot. Right. Um, but even then, they do push into even more predictable spots as it gets higher. Right. So it's, it's a really the wintertime. It's, I think it's probably a little counterintuitive. It was for me, but like high water, even muddy, dude, we've smoked them in the mud in winter, like high water in cold, cold enough temperatures. And I would say in Indiana, you probably need like, like, low 40s to high 30 degree water temperatures for it to be like true like they're in winter form right um so definitely not there yet but no today was a pretty good day we caught fish i mean maybe you're right we probably did catch closer to 35 because we caught i kind of caught fish all day long yeah um, you 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 caught more than me for sure because i was i was throwing that swim bait like i said i probably only caught I don't know, eight fish on it, something like that. I didn't catch very many, but the ones I were catching were obviously. You also moved two pretty nice ones that just didn't connect. So yeah. I said I lost, there was one other fish that I was like, I saw the fish and it was, it was another 20, but yeah, it just never, those mag drafts, they'll, if they don't grab the head of it, they, they just grab the tail or a lot of times they'll kind of like hit it from the side. Um, Hitting it from the side. <laughs> you know, I like hitting it from the side, yeah. maybe. Um, they hit it from the side, and it just you just don't get hooked up. Um, but it was cool, man. I, I definitely, between fishing that Bassmaster tournament and using swim baits there and, you know, having some experience back home with them, like, I'm definitely going to put them in a, a pretty frequently utilized space in my arsenal. Yeah, so. yep. They definitely worked. Um, yeah, man, it was cool. It was a good day. I mean, we saw lots of cool stuff. It was saw a really good day. Yeah, tons of eagles. Tons of uh, got to chat with some locals. Saw some saw some listeners to the pod listeners of the podcast out. Yeah, um, they were in kayaks and we swamped them, dude. <laughs> Shout out to Wendell Gray, dude. What's up? <laughs> Yeah, man, it was a good, good day, good, good fun, uh, good weather. Ultimately, I mean, I was pretty cold uh, <laughs> at the beginning we of the day. We started out in like mid thirty degree temperatures. Chris is in chacos. Yeah, <laughs> like what are you doing, dude? Yeah, they're tevas, but oh, still. Oh. I mean, that gives you that extra insulation of like entitlement. Yeah, yeah. but we we made it through. It was, ended up being real nice. I mean. Yeah, by the time the sun burned off all the fog, it was probably, I, I mean, as soon as the sun came out, which was probably, what, like 10 o'clock? Yeah. As soon as the sun came out, it was, like, perfect, I mean, for the rest of the day. So, like I said, we caught two nice wallies. We did. We so got them in the cooler. We're, we're going to be munching. Yep. We're going to eat some uh, eat some walleye tacos, baby. Yeah. You said they were a saw guy, but I don't know, or saw guy. I guess saw guy is a mix between a walleye and a sauger. I don't know. They definitely don't look like a normal walleye if they are. They're like very dark brown colored. And we need some 
experts to weigh in on this. They have kind of brown and black spots on them. I I always thought those were sloggers, but I've also was told very recently, no, no, those are walleye. So I I'm honestly not sure um, if we get for our listener base expert sauger walleye guys can weigh in here uh would be appreciated so yeah that would be so appreciated sick um <clears throat> this is weird this exit here yeah new but exit. anyways dude appreciate you giving me a call get me out yep got a got out got our first winter program Pretty successful day overall. Successful day. 220s. Really, if I anything mean, happens throughout the day, anything else. Is yeah. Like, 220s is like, you know, can't Unfortunately, you didn't get to catch one of those, but I'm sure that will that will change. Now, that's number, how many is 20s? 17. 17 20s on the year for me. That's crazy. So, I got... Three more I got to put in the boat. Before Let's just collectively the end of the year. we're collectively we're at twenty nine. That's about half what Randy. I don't even think that's even. No, not even, even close. He has. I think Randy has sixty two. <laughs> I saw I saw Randy post number sixty two. Yeah. Today, which is insane. Yeah, that's pretty crazy. Um, yeah. But you know, for a couple of Indiana boys, I think we did a pretty good job yeah. this year. Yeah, we're killing and it. We still have. And we, caught tons of, and we caught tons of drum today. So <laughs> Every time, dude, it was so funny. Chris would, got on a drum bite, dude. He I mean, I, I had to, the drum and he go, this is exactly what you say. You go, if this is a small one, this is a big one. <laughs> and I'm like, and then I'm about, like, okay. And about five seconds later, <laughs> oh, it's, uh, it's, drum. it can't be a he small just kept, I bet you caught ten drums. Every single one of them, you were like, if this, if this is a small one, this is a big one. Yeah, and then well, one of you are like, head shakes. Hedrick's, it feels different. And it was because the line was wrapped around it. <laughs> the line was wrapped around it, so that's what I was feeling. Yeah, I don't know, dude. It's uh, I got I got drummed up today. So. <laughs> Little drummer boy over here, bud. I got I had to have caught I don't know ten to twelve drum today. Yeah, and is... a couple of them were really big. By the way, that's another question I have for our audience. Um, oh yeah, I was extremely. Hungry. Josh was on a two day. F- Josh is on a three-day fast right now. I'm on day two of a three-day fast. <laughs> I was, I he was that walleye. I took everything in me to not just buy into that thing. He's about to go nigiri on that uh, on that walleye. You know, he literally started like talking about food. Like he's like, you know, I would love to deer hunt just for the meat this year. I was like, oh yeah. And he's like, I wonder. He's like. I'll tell you what, these drum, they just look like the type of fish you could take a knife to. They just look like they'd be good eaters. I'm like, dude, you're so hungry. If you're thinking like drum look appetizing, I'd cut the lips off of a drum and just cook them up. Hell yeah, dude. Yeah. Oh, so, well, if any of you guys know if drum or taste freshwater drum, let us know. Because yep. we would have had a feast, dude, today. Oh my gosh. We would have had an absolute drum feast. Yep. Yep, we sure would have. It would have been, we would have been like a number Drum one piece. caveman <laughs> coming back to the cave with just a cooler hey, filled with drums. If, if there's nothing else, if I know if shit hits the fan, and I got to provide for my family. I'll just go catch a bunch of drum on the Nedrick, dude. Yeah. We'll be eating like hogs. We sure will. <laughs> All right, buddy. Well, it was fun. Uh, wrap this one up. Um, any last thoughts? No. 
appreciate it. Good, uh, good times. All right, same to you. We'll uh, put this one up and uh, hopefully get out uh, at least one or two more times before the month's up. Sure, free the fighter. Free the fighter. Ah, do so.